Have you ever wished to be in such a state that no matter what happens around you, you are at peace, observant, aware, able to access internal and external resources with ease? Being in this grounded presence on a daily basis can really help us to prevent accumulating stress and also prevent burnout. And sometimes there are a lot of terms that are used in present-day society, in psychology, on internet, everywhere we turn, we hear all sorts of variations about this. And at times this can get confusing, which term means what and what's the overlap. So I'm here to bring a bridge around that. I'm Dr. Ioana Popa from Team for the Soul, and I bring this unique perspective. I am fascinated by science, psychology, spiritual care, and ancient Christian faith, which is my faith that I'm familiar with. And in today's weekly nugget, I want to bring together those various perspectives and languages, so to speak, to bring clarity about them so that we can build on it and find ways to be present and grounded and in the flow on a daily basis. So I'm going to share with you the four perspectives in various languages to bring this bridge and some clarity in the terms that you might encounter. So the first perspective is the psychological one. And you might have heard of either flow or you might have heard of true self and the importance of being in the now. And I want to present this idea that true self is something that we all have. It's almost like an essence. It's that place that, uh, that is untouched, unharmed, that we can have access, that can bring a sense of presence and compassion, clarity. Internal family system, which is a type of psychology, it's also, you might know as IFS, talks about the qualities of true self as eight C's, like the letter C, eight C's, calm, compassion, curiosity, courage, clarity, connection, creativity, confidence. And internal family system is not the only framework that talks about true self. Psychosynthesis also brings this idea of true self as opposed to false self. And I feel there's an overlap between that and the sense of flow. Flow, you might have heard of this, is another psychological term that's used. And there's been research showing that when we are in flow, there is a state, it's a state of consciousness, a state of being. And flow is when we're involved in a, such an activity that we're fully engaged in our consciousness and with all our skills. And we're so in, into this that almost like time seems to stop. And you might have experienced this already. Most of us do, especially with the activity that we really enjoy that engages us completely, either creative, like doing art or sports, could be cooking, writing, gardening, any type of activity that we really truly enjoy. And Sam describes in this state a sense of almost like time dilating and or almost seems to stop and having a sense of clarity and presence and of knowing that's outside of our ordinary knowing. Now, from a scientific perspective, not that psychology is not scientific, but from a body perspective, more of a biological perspective, being fully present and calm is very important. It means that we're self-regulated. 
and means that we are present and that this can help us prevent burnout on a daily basis. And it means that our nervous system is in balance. And I'm going to bring up a few concepts that you might have heard that are all pointing to those same ideas, but just in a different way. So you might have remembered or not from your biology class. I'm such a nerd, love teaching biology, but you might not remember this, but there are two autonomic nervous systems and meaning those nervous systems are working on their own. One is a fight or flight, the sympathetic one, which is active, is the one that energizes us. And another one that is calming, the parasympathetic. And at an extreme, it can even freeze us. You know, when when we kind of drift into sleep and we're sleeping, the parasympathetic is more active. And the whole point is that our bodies need to be working in harmony and those systems need to be working in harmony. And that's awesome. But we have extreme states. Sometimes you get agitated or hyperactive, and sometimes we're too low and subdued. I don't know if you're seeing like morning person, right? They just wakes up and it's like, oh, not really energized yet, right? We're more into the parasympathetic system. So the whole idea is that we're not going to just be always cool, calm, and collected. It's that's impossible. But in order to function at an optimal level and prevent burnout and prevent accumulating stress, we want to have a balance. So even if at times we will go into one extreme or another, we'll have mechanisms to come back. And another term that you might have used, it's self-regulation. It's almost like a thermostat that it's helping us keeping from going too much energy or too low energy, like a thermostat in a house, right? When the term, the temperature is able to stay at a constant level. And you might have come across another term and you might thinking, what is this? Another way to say this is it's coined in science and psychology, a smart Vegas, which is a fancy way to name our calming nervous system, the parasympathetic when it's working at an optimal level. And to just connect with the previous concepts that I shared, some scientists believe that this is where we access our true self. This is where we have in the body the right conditions to be in the grounded presence and then connect with our true self. And as mentioned before, why is this important? Because if we do that on a regular basis, on a daily basis, we can prevent burnout. So when you hear about Smart Vegas and all those terms, we know we're talking about in a similar way, accessing true self. And another term that you might have heard is about using coping skills. So what are those coping skills? Obviously, we're coping with stress, but it has the same purpose to bring self-regulation. So when we are hyperactivated, our nervous system is on a high alert, we can use coping skills to bring us down, to stay kind of in the middle. When we are under-regulated, we can also use our coping skills to bring us up and be in the middle. So we're going to talk more in the next weekly nuggets. I'm going to bring different strategies to work around self-regulation through the day so we can bring this state and help us stay in the middle. And those coping skills really access ways on a body, mind, and a heart, on an emotional level to bring this centeredness. Now, is this the entire story, body, mind, heart? Well, from a spiritual perspective, there's a sense as this is not, we're not done just with mind, body, and heart. There's 
something more. We're yearning for something more. So from a spiritual perspective, being in the flow and present in the now means that we are connected with the divine. As we're connecting to that something bigger than us, outside of us, then we can land in this place of connection and harmony of peace and compassion and calm and courage. So from a spiritual perspective, being in the flow, being present in balance with our mind, heart, and body, we can actually access not just a true self, but another word from a spiritual perspective would be our soul, our spiritual self. And we can connect with a higher purpose for which we might feel we are alive and we can become part of a larger whole. So interestingly, just a quick note, it is important to be connected with the here and now from a spiritual perspective, because this is the only place where we can have access to action and will, and we can focus our energies to connect with a higher consciousness, with a divine and to have an impact into the world. There's no other action and will in the past nor in the future. So, And the last language that I want to bring and another last perspective, the one that I mentioned earlier, is from the wisdom of ancient Christian faith, which I'm familiar with. And from this perspective, being in the present now and calm and connected means to be connected with God with a God of the Trinity, which we hold inside, in a sense, through the image of God. And God in the ancient Christian faith is this mysterious supreme being, which is curiously outside of our system of reference. It's not an object. God is not just one thing that we're connecting with that. It's beyond our knowledge. And paradoxically, it's also a personal and very intimate God. So intimate that in ancient faith, it's called the lover of our soul. And this is really the place where we are nourished in this connection, in this intimate connection. We are nourished and fortified. And yes, we can prevent burnout and accumulating stress. So from this perspective, the kingdom of God, it's not a distant reality. It's not something out there, heaven, but it's something that's unfolding now in time and space. And it's really mysterious, holding this tension between the mysterious God outside of our point of reference and the intimate connection. So bottom line, no matter what perspective, there seems to be an agreement from many different points of view, old and new that being grounded and living in the present moment in balance is meaningful and desirable on our journey on this earth as human beings. And of course, the question is going to be now how to accomplish this. So how can we be the eye of the storm? Now that we've, I've talked about those different perspectives, in the next videos, in the next few weeks, I'm going to present quick tips on how to use our innate intelligence of our mind, body, heart, and our spiritual self, our soul, in order to stay present on a daily basis and in the flow. And it takes, of course, time and practice, but the hope is here and the good news is here that are really small steps that we can take daily. It doesn't have to be this huge program and plan that we're doing. There are small steps that we can do, so small that we cannot fail and we can embody this presence and flow on a daily basis. So 
I thank you for your attention. And until next time, I wish you a wonderful week and I say goodbye for now.